The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Welcome to the SWP, a show with episodes each and every weekday. And of course, all chock full. Tales of Ottawa sports and whatever. Steve Warren, it is Jim Jerome schmoozing it up as we always do. James, what is new with you? Uh, well, the strategy about betting the NFL. Right. I took the points with the Lions game last night with Green Bay. Uh, they're in Green Bay. And uh, the Lions actually are only down. I don't know. They were either up or only down a few points. It was 11 and a half the line. But yeah. Uh, anyway, that's, so that's it. There's no more betting. Um, but pretty yeah. good game. Pretty good game. Rodgers was kind of okay, you know, in the beginning. And then he just kind of poured it on the second half, capitalized on their mistakes. And your your boy is back. Your boy is back, I think, yep. know, watching that game. But uh, from that anyway. game, I've got one of the great fantasy football stories of all time. Let's hear it. One of the great comebacks of all time. Normally, I wouldn't touch fantasy football, but uh, I've never been more out of a fantasy football matchup ever. I'm 40 points back, and there's nobody left between. So in fantasy football, head-to-head, you and your team will take on my team on any given week. Right. right? So you, I'm going to make you my opponent for this week. You have no players left to play this week, and you've got a 40-point lead on me. Yeah. For perspective, a bad fantasy week for one player might be five points, and a good one might be as much as 30. So you've got nobody left on your team for this week, and you've got a 40-point lead on me right now. I only Why do have I have one. nobody left on my team? Well, because everybody's played this week. Oh, I see. Okay. It's Monday night, well, on right? On my so fantasy team. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. Okay. So okay. it's Monday night now, and there's yep. a, obviously, unless you have Green Bay or Detroit players, you're done for the week. I'm 40 points behind you, and I only have one guy left. It's Aaron Jones, who puts up exactly 41 points last night (laughs) to win the week for me. I was like, I'm so done. No chance. No way, no how. That's the best fantasy comeback I've ever heard of, let alone one that I was involved with. So I was pleased of that. But certainly, it's nice to see the Packers bounce back a little bit, because the way they looked in week one, I mean, even if you're not a Packer fan, I am, admittedly but I think the NFL is more interesting when Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are going at least decently. And they look in week one, like they might be a pile of junk this year. Beating up on the sad sack lines is not a, necessarily an indicator of a turnaround, but uh, I was pleased to see all the same. You've got yourself muted there, James. <laughs> I had myself muted. Steve. I know. Yeah. Like I said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, couple, <clears throat> Stevie, a couple of things. Um, there's, uh, by the way, my buddy Kevin Lowe. I just saw. Uh, God, God, what a what a life that guy's had. They're going to retire his number. Everyone always thought that would have been retired a long time ago here in Edmonton. No big deal. But I see that um, Jim Houston at the same time is retiring. I know Jim not not real well. Um, and then I thought, well, the, these are you know they're not the biggest stories in the world, but but when you think about uh, you've been a broadcaster a long time, Stevie, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and Kevin had uh, many, many choices, many choices to go work in different NHL cities. He could sort of pick his deal and he decided to stay in Edmonton. Why? I'm not sure. You know why? Why? I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not being sarcastic, um, but he was always going to, you know, stay involved in hockey and he stayed here and, 
and then I was getting a little, uh, you know, um, looking at this, the, the two careers of those guys saying, you know, in the end, Stevie, I was texting you last night going, I hate these announcers. You know, I hate these announcers during the NFL game. The Peyton thing is just not working for me. I tried to watch it, the two Manning brothers. Um, it's, you know, could, do you think, Stevie, they could get the sound quality a little better? It's just awful. Right. Uh, anyway, and then I thought, you know, regardless of whether you like these guys or not, and, and Kevin, when he was in management, came up against it a little bit with the fans. It's like, congratulations, man. What a, what a, what a career, you know, Jim Houston and, and, and him and everyone else. Like I say, whether you like them or not, you sort of stand back as I get a little, you know, as I'm older now, getting into my 60s soon, going, what a, what a, what a coup, you know, for someone to work as long as they did uh, for as many years as they did, uh, you know, day in, day out doing that. So, and me old buddy, Kevin, way to go. You know what I mean, yeah. Steve? I get a little soft, get a little mushy about well, working hard, you know? Yeah, so. and, and Jim Houston is a great story. 42 years in the broadcast business. I mean, that's in the business that we are in, anybody that kind of latches on and stays in as long as he did, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a, that's a testament to his ability right there. And the guy did a dozen Stanley Cup finals, two World Series, two Olympic games, um, called his first game on radio back in 1979. I mean, his longevity what? wasn't Bob Cole, right. but that, that's tremendous longevity in the super fickle business right. that we are in. So I think he, he got some flack from time to time from people who are saying, oh, he's such a homer. He's so pro-leaf or something. But the, the bottom line is when you're on a national broadcast and you're watching that national broadcast as a viewer – and you're pulling really hard for one team, you're going to notice these little moments. Sure. Hey, well, they're talking against my team. How dare you? Um, so I, I don't think that anybody, you know, is, I mean, Chris, Chris Cuthbert, I think probably Gord Miller, they're pretty good in that regard. Pretty but neutral. Yeah. yeah. I would say, though, for the most part, it's almost impossible to please everybody um, when you're clearly a fan of one team over the other. Sure. Like, you're obviously at some point while you're being objective, going to say things on behalf of the other side, that's going to make you seem like uh, you're anti that team. Right. Well, the irony of that is you'll hear it from time to time. You know, I think of, uh, I think of uh, Gordy Wilson and, and Dino, you know, when you listen to that broadcast, they're the home, you know, they're the senator's broadcaster. You know, Gordy would just about jump out of his socks, you know, (laughs) when the Sens do something, but I love it. I love it. The irony of people saying a guy should be neutral, okay, on a national broadcast is the person who's complaining because, you know, it's like, uh, there we go. There's a, you know, goal by the right winger for Chicago. They're up to one, you know, as opposed to, yes, Toronto, boom, ties it up, right? And then people will freak out, freak out saying, you know, that's not very good. It, you know, he should be a little more impartial and stuff like that. Obviously, the only people complaining about that, Steve, are, are fans of the other team. Of course. Okay. So think about that for a sec, folks. So what you're saying is he's not allowed to cheer, okay, for his team. But if he did it the other way, you'd be fine with it. You know what that's I mean, right. Stevie? Yeah. yeah. That's, so, that's, that's, people so don't want neutral. That, they don't yeah. want neutral. What they want is for the national broadcaster. We all agree. The national broadcaster should be objective. But the viewer doesn't really. They, they think they want that. What they really want is for the national broadcaster who's supposed to be objective 
They want them to be on the side of the viewer. Right, yeah. So Whoever the viewer is cheering for, unless the, the national broadcaster is cheering along with, they're not going to be happy is my point. Right, right. You know, uh, further to that story, Steve, I was reading something quickly. I'm a, um, you know, the Jays are right in it now, okay? They're right in it. Uh, they were in a game last night, you know, tight game. They end up losing, but, uh, you know, apparently the, the umpires miss uh, two really bad calls at, at, at pinnacle times, okay? They miss really bad calls. And, and so and the we're talking balls and strikes. Yeah, balls and strikes. And uh, they show the chart. You know, they show the little graphic, right, where you can see where the balls and strikes are. And so the fans are freaking out, right, because they're in the hunt here, right? They've, they've mm-hmm. won, they've, you know, they've won 18 of their last 23 or something like that. Uh, they're right in position. Um, so, Stevie, here's, here's what I think they should do. Because when you see the graphic, they are obviously missed calls that went against the Blue Jays, okay, strikes right. and balls. Um, you know, when the World Series is on, Stevie, the playoffs are on. They add more umpires, I think. I think they got one at every base. I think they got a couple more, one or two more out in the outfield. Correct? If I'm not mistaken? I'm not aware of that. I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure they do, okay, that they add more. Um, you know, the, there's talk of this strike zone being digitally, you know, uh, looked at, right, where they can do it technically digitally, put it, you know what I mean? We were talking about it earlier this year. When, when teams are in the hunt, Stevie, okay, if, if that's what they do in playoff time, add more umpires, for example, uh, if teams are in the hunt, you know, they, they've, got to, they've got to do better, Stevie. They've got to add some more. Uh, you know, in this case, should they go to that digital strike calling? Um, when you look at it, you're going to go, well, they better, man. They better because it, they were obvious missed calls, you know. So you got a team in the hunt, you know, more important game, Stevie. I'm saying they should, they should beef it up a bit. But yeah, I'm, a, I'm okay with experimentation. I don't think I'd want it constant. Like I like the umpire concept. I, want, I, I don't want to lose the human touch, but I think there's no reason why a batter can't challenge a really lousy call by the umpire as far as balls and strikes go. Yeah, like maybe got, you get yeah. one challenge per at bat, something like that, if you wanted it. And they go look at it really quickly like they do in tennis. Did that ball hit the line or was it out? And it takes no yeah. time at all. They don't even have to look at it themselves. They can go to the booth, right? When people say, oh, my God, you know, I, I review with balls and strikes once a batter. But but it would take five seconds. Right. Okay, Stevie? They just, they, they've got to do it right now. Okay? They, they, they Look at it here. Look at it here. These are, these are big games here, man. These are big games. So now we're going to have a review. Not all year, Stevie. Not all year, but, you know, people might might freak out and go, well, listen, he did that in game 10, and we should have won that game, right? Ah, that's okay, fine. You know, didn't matter back then. There's 160 freaking games. Mm-hmm. Um, but they should. They should get it in, in important games. But you, you know, touched so- on what bogs it down, Jimmy. You touched on the very thing. It's a great point. Like, don't don't get into this business of, okay, there's a challenge or something like that where the referee has to go over to the sideline and, you know, get in there and look at the camera or in hockey, the referee's got to go over to uh, the the box and put on the headset and talk to everybody. Just, you know what? Just um, basically yes or no. Just, just having a, take it out of everybody's hands. It shouldn't take as long as it didn't. Part of the reason it it takes as long as it does is that the, you know, we have to watch the officials on the field 
wander off somewhere and examine something, take it out of their hands. Just have somebody else who's got it up in the press box and, uh, and they can just make the announcement. That's a good goal or whatever. Right. They, they got to do it like tennis, Steve, right? Tennis where they got the, it's called the, the Hawkeye now, right? Exactly. And it takes no time. It takes no time. I challenge. They go, no problem. They put it up on the screen. They zone in. No, you, you lose your challenge or whatever. It's in or it's out. You or I, Stevie, could be the person handling that challenge. You don't need an expert. You could be sitting there with the iPad or watching it on TV like all of us do. And the umpire, you know, someone goes, we're challenging that. No problem. Turn the iPad around. There it is. It was a ball. Okay. Yeah. Bang. Done. You know? Not exactly a high degree of training. <laughs> right, right. It's really if you have vision, you can probably work this thing out. So yeah, interesting stuff for sure. I want to take a time out of the program, get some hockey talk on the way. Bobby Ryan is back. And mm-hmm. uh the Blue Jackets, you remember about a week ago, maybe two, they sent away one of their assistant coaches because he refused to get the COVID nineteen vaccine. Well, a, a fairly well known player has also been told get out of here after he refused to take the COVID nineteen vaccine. We'll get to that story coming up after these words. Are you on hold right now with the insurance website you use for convenience? Just text me and see how much more convenient that is. I'll take care of the problem for you and maybe even save you a little money along the way. And you can go back to watching the football game instead. Text 860-6008, All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Everyone knows that Jim K. Ford is a fantastic choice to handle your automotive needs But you know what? They're also a full-service commercial and fleet dealership. They supply companies in the Ottawa area with work trucks of all shapes, sizes, and functionalities. From the small delivery van right up to the big F-750. Sort of went all Mike Sutherland there at the Red Blacks game. First down, Red Blacks. Anyway. Yeah, stop it. Stop I will. Whether you're in towing, landscaping, or deliveries, Jim K. Ford will help you with the right truck customized for your needs. JimKFord.com. 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. So the Red Wings have brought back Bobby Ryan on a professional tryout. A longtime Ottawa nice. senator was uh, with the Red Wings last season. Got off to an amazing start out of the gate. Bobby Ryan fans were going, oh, my God, how did we get rid of that guy? He's unbelievable. Five points in five games out of the gate for the Red Wings after he signed on as a free agent with them. Eh, didn't do much after that. Finished with 14 Whoa. points total on the entire season. He played 33 games on the year, so uh, Red Wings decided they will give him another go on a professional tryout, so we'll see. We'll see if he can make the team. He's still getting paid pretty well by the Ottawa Senators after they bought out the final two years of his seven-year, $50 million contract. (laughs) Well, when you footnote it with that, it's like, okay, Bobby, you'll be all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, He'll be be okay. The best guy ever, Stevie, with contracts was Mike Keenan. Mike Keenan kept getting hired and fired so much. He would, he was telling me he'd go to the mailbox every month and there'd be, I think at one time, Stevie, like four checks from four different teams <laughs> that, yeah. that, that he had. So uh, good for Bobby. Yep. Good for Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. And nice to see him. He's got a, seems to have his life back on track uh, by his own admission, stepped away in his final year as an Ottawa Senator with that alcohol issue came back. And I think it was his first home game back after missing many months dealing with this thing and then getting a hat trick in his very first game back. Right. That was right. a pretty special night. I think, uh, I think maybe the most memorable night of that season. So that was pretty cool. But the other hockey story I want to get to James, it's kind mm-hmm. of interesting on the COVID front, 
and the Blue Jackets are not messing around. They fired Sylvain Lefebvre as an assistant coach back on September 13th because he refused to be vaccinated. Well, now the Blue Jackets have reportedly told forward Zach Ronaldo to go away as well because he's not vaccinated and not planning to be. So he's not welcome at training camp. He was signed to a one-year deal back on August 13th and made headlines last week for speaking at a People's Party of Canada rally during which he made his opposition to vaccine passports abundantly clear, said, I'm not anti-vax, I'm not anti-mask, I am pro-choice. And so now the Blue Jackets have exercised their own right to choose, opting to tell Ronaldo to go away. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't I don't really care anymore about those people, whether they get vaccinated or not, Steve. Uh, speaking of the NHL, you know, I read again today that they're, they're, they're confirming that they're going to be probably 90, 98% vaccinated, you mm-hmm. know, that they, they've right. rolled them out. Um, so I'm vaccinated, double vaxxed. And, you know, this week, the big issue, uh, you know, I, I, I volunteer for a club that we have here for recovery people that we have meetings. And, and now the deal was, what are we, what are we going to do about people being vaccinated or not coming into the building? Right. And uh, I said, well, we're going to, we're going to tell them they can't come in. That's what we're going to do, you know, unless they're vaccinated. Well, then it was like people throwing up their freaking arms about the freedom of choice and all this shit. And, and I said, well, they're going to, you know, it's like contamination, man, you know, coming in. And I thought, no, everyone's vaccinated. You know, go ahead. Go ahead then. I'll be okay, Stevie, if you're unvaccinated. I'm pretty, pretty sure. I know I can get it. But if I do, the symptoms are going to be very low now. Okay. I hear that time and time again. So, so now I'm like, okay, uh, yeah, I don't care. Okay, don't get vaccinated then. Um, if it's not going to harm the rest of us, but uh, you know what I mean? I'm getting less and less concerned about it as, you know, as opposed to a year ago going, wait a minute here. You know, if you're, no, one, no one's coming in around here each other because we don't have a handle on this thing, you know. I would, I would certainly feel differently. I feel the same as you. I'd feel differently, though, if it were a year ago when my dad was still living and he was kind of in failing health. So, okay, I'm double vaccinated. But if my dad were still with us, his immune system's compromised. I, I basically couldn't go see him because I might be carrying it now at this stage of the game and not even know because the symptoms are so mild. And I might have got it from that Yahoo who refused to be vaccinated. You know, my dad, my dad was a criminal lawyer, Stevie. And, you know, and then the Speaker of the House and then the judge. So, so he, you know, he was in this unbiased, had to be in these unbiased roles, you know. He had to be in... And he used to say, you know, p- people have opinions, right? This, this COVID, right? People have very strong opinions, like these two ball players, like other guys, like other athletes, like other em- employees, employers saying, I don't, you know, I've got the choice to do what I want. You may right now, but you may not down the road. So everyone has these opinions, Steve, whether the vaccination is working, are there going to be side effects? And then you don't know. Get informed. Davey, get informed, get informed. So my dad used to say, let's, let's not argue with opinions. Let's argue with facts. Okay, let's argue about facts if you want to do that. And there's a, there's a girl on TikTok who, uh, the, the headline is, TikToker brilliantly debunks vaccine myths by using a calculator. Um, search that and look at it. And she's, all she's talking about are, are the raw numbers of what's happening with people who are vaccinated 
uh, and and deaths with COVID and in you know and outbreaks of COVID in certain provinces. But she uses just straight numbers of what happens, and and the the numbers will uh, strike you pretty good when you see that. I, I'm paraphrasing here because I don't want to. Um, you know, it's about a 45 second TikTok that she does breaking down the numbers. And if you're vaccinated, there's about a one in, I don't know, 61,000 chance that you you may get COVID. If you're not, effectively, Steve, it's like one in nine, okay, mm-hmm. that you might get it. Or like, like the numbers are staggering. And so that's what I'm looking at, Stevie. That's what I'm looking at now. Let's just I, have look an, at I have an issue with that video, by the way. I think you're right. Did you it see was it very- before? Yeah, I did. And it's uh, it's a young woman and she's angry and she's given all the stats and the facts about COVID. You know, she's got a real kick-ass mentality. And if you're a vaccinated person and believe in vaccines in, in, the, in the COVID realm, you're going, yeah, yeah, tell it like it is. Because she goes, basically, because the stats say this, the stats say that, and the stats say more of this. Get the freaking vaccine. And that's how right. it kind of ended. Like, and she yeah. did that for the whole video. And it was very impressive. And, and a little quite effective. For sure. yeah, yeah, very emotional. But if you're vaccinated, you were all about it. If you're unvaccinated and you believe the things you do, videos like that would make me even more galvanized in my beliefs. Like, I don't think anybody appreciates being talked to that way, by the no, way. No, I, you know, I think the tone of it is the worst possible tone that you can have when going after someone who believes strongly in something. But, but, the, but I think she's dealing in facts. That's my point. Of course she is, but I'm saying numbers. the tone is what brings her down. Yeah, she might have well dialed it back a bit, but it. I wonder at the end when she kind of waves behind her, you know, screaming, going, get vaccinated, uh, that, that maybe she, she did lose someone, maybe in her life. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know, because there was something about someone died or, uh, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, when, when it comes to this vaccination thing, I'm, I'm, I, I'm not getting into, you know, frothy appeals by people or debates about, you know, it's it's my right and this and that. It's my right not to wear a mask and all that shit. I'm, I'm going to look at what the numbers are, you know. Yeah. I don't care about your rights. I don't care about my rights, to be honest with you right now, when it comes to the health and safety of, of the good patrons of the yeah. world, <laughs> Stevie. A couple of personal stories. So my brother showed me on his phone on the weekend. He's from Quebec, and he showed me on his phone how neatly the province of Quebec has set them up. He's got – he shows me a smartphone – and there are four buttons, each one for a member of his family with his name, with their name on it. And just push that. All their vaccination information comes up neatly, quickly, conveniently. And uh, meanwhile, Ontario, as of today, on the 22nd of September, we basically can't go in anywhere. Like, I mean, I, there's probably unless you're vaccinated, unless you have vaccine proof. Right. So I have um, I play board and farm hockey on Wednesday nights and starting on Wednesday. We're all going to have to line up in the lobby with information that proves we've been vaccinated. And right. uh, honestly, I'm, I'm glad of it. I think that's, I think that's a good thing. But uh, the anti-vaxxer crowd will definitely be, maybe the bulk of them are upset by it, obviously, because they're well, going to be shut out of a lot of things and they feel like their, their freedoms are being taken away. It's, it's, yeah. Too, like I say, too bad. It's not that risky for me not to allow you in. Okay. You can scream about your constitutional rights and all this shit. I, I, I don't care. By the way, Stevie, that's the way it is here now. Uh, so I, I have, yesterday I was going into a, a place and I had to show my passport. Uh, I've been double vaccinated. Um, I, I do have to give credit to Alberta Health here. So it's a quick, 
you know, where I wanted to get in, the guy said, no, sorry, sir, you need to show proof. And I was like, you know me with, oh, my God, I got to go online. And the kid walked me through it in about four seconds. Right. Click here, click here, plug in your, uh, your, your health card number and the date you got vaccinated. And then you end up with a, with a card that shows up in your phone. Take right. a screenshot of it. And now it's in your phone. Off you go. It'll take you, Steve, five seconds. You're going to have that. You're going to have that thing loaded on your phone, right? With the passport. Show the guy. You may have to show ID as well to some places. Maybe not, but uh, it takes no time at all. So I've had, I have to show it here all the time in Edmonton. Probably like that deal at the restaurants, right? Where you have to, they've got like a code right at the door and you turn your camera on your phone and you train it on that code. And then it takes you to a site where you have to sign up and stuff, which I found a bit of a nuisance. You know, because I, I hate signing up on those. So my, my brother-in-law actually just basically, he did it one time then took a screenshot of it. You're supposed yeah. to do it each time at every restaurant. He took a screenshot of it. And so when the waitress came by and sat, we were sat down, he would show the same screenshot every time saying, yeah, I filled it all out. It's all good. And she'd be okay. Yeah. That's what I just did. Yeah. That's what I was telling you. That's how I do it. Screenshot. Well, you're not supposed to do it like that with restaurants. You're supposed to do it fresh each time. So people can track where you've been. If they have an outbreak at that restaurant, they want to know which people have been at each restaurant each time. But if you're vaccinated, what's the difference? Um, it may not be, it I may guess be, you a don't pre- know if you can carry, you can carry it, I guess. I, I, yeah. They anyway. just want to know because, and they wouldn't know if you take a screen grab and show it at every single restaurant you go to, right. Cause you won't have registered in that restaurant that day. Right. Uh, hopefully there's a bit of an honor system, Steve, that no one's going, I, I know how I can scam my way through this things. And, and I'm, although I'm not vaccinated, you know, yeah. This. yeah. No, honor don't system. do that. Yeah. yeah. No, we're dead in the water. If we rely on honor. <laughs> Steve, Stevie, yeah. Remember all the talk about you? You were saying I don't like it that the NHL is going to have. They've already started, you know, with sponsors on jerseys. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like. It. I said I don't care. And then I read this. I read this morning. It's like, well, I wonder. We were talking about. Well, what could it be worth? How much money? You know. Go ahead, Stevie. I said, look at that headline. I sent you. Okay. So it is the NBA we're talking about. Yeah. And it is a $100 million deal that the LA Lakers have landed to have a Jersey sponsor. And you're thinking to yourself, what's it going to be? Is it going to be some of the standards? Coca-Cola, yeah. McDonald's, Nike. No, yeah, it's a yeah, Korean Ford. food company. Right. It's a Korean food company called, uh, and I'm probably butchering the pronunciation, Bibigo. And they will basically take over for the e-commerce platform Wish as the Lakers' new sponsor. And uh, yeah, it's a good-sized logo right above Lakers across LeBron's chest right. with uh, BBGo. Every team wake, is waking up this morning, Steve, going, now there's a beautiful little template they've set for us. <laughs> That's 100 mil. I don't know how, how many years it is or whatever, but regardless. Uh, it's five years and a hundred million dollars. Yeah. So they pick up a loose, a loose 20 mil every year. Yeah. From, from, uh, and that'll only go up. So now I understand why you're going to get sponsored. I, I think it's good, Steve. I think it's good, especially with COVID, you know, who knows how long this is going to run people pulling back with sponsorships and all that stuff. So it's a, it's a good sign. It's it certainly sign. speaks to the worldliness of the NBA. If a Korean company is excited to sponsor, a Los Angeles, California, United States of America team that tells you the NBA is making some serious inroads all over the world. And and when we talk about the NHL participating 
at the Olympics this year. I think there's a bit of that in there as well, because they probably see, you know, the world is becoming very online and everything right. is accessible to everyone. And so I think the NHL wants to jump on that bandwagon. And that's part of why they're trying to expose the world at the, you know, to the sport at the Olympics. Right. Cause I think they see the bottom line could be improved. Well, by that. yeah. And when, when that first came along, right. I've, I've brought this up before, right? Think of think of NASCAR, okay, and and think of a car when you look at the car, okay. It's it's just it's just laced with decals, laced, yeah. okay, tens tens twenty of them, I don't know, right, from the hood. Um, and when, when when that happened, you know, that was a new guy who came in and said, "We're we're going to have to do this to save it because NAS, NASCAR was in the tubes." I don't know how many years ago, and so this guy came forward and said, "We got to buy in and just you know give it to sponsors." People were probably going, "Oh my god." you're going to put 30 logos on a car and all through the car and on the rear view mirror and the side of their helmet and all this, you know, the way they do it now with mm-hmm. camera angles. And well, that'll be, that'll be brutal to watch. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because for sure, Stevie, if you're getting a hundred million for the Korean food company, okay. That someone walks into that locker room this morning, grabs a Jersey and goes, okay, that takes up about 12 inches by, by three. Uh, I see another, 15 spots here we can fill okay on yeah. this jersey right and people are gonna you know don't, don't relax people you won't give a shit you won't give a shit in a year from now or two yeah years I, I would prefer it weren't there but i don't lose any sleep over it as yeah. well it would be the equivalent of me playing golf and it's a perfect day but there's a slight cool breeze that i i rather wasn't there but you know what the beer is cold right. i'm with good company i'm enjoying my day it's perfect weather otherwise so the same kind of thing i don't i'm still going to be enjoying hockey if i if i have a choice and you ask me yes or no i'd say no i watched the habs and the sends on the weekend in the first rookie game of the year and, and as a rookie game uh, and only a few people in the stands there's not a lot of sales going on as far as rink board advertising goes and so i was actually kind of liking that most of the end boards were completely bare and i said i like that better than this pollution of advertising right but it's not you, the end you, of the world. you like yeah you like it better as a fan you know, uh, but if you're an owner, you're going fill a spot, fill yeah. a spot there, you know, making cash. Well, we're and recording right cash. now. And so, you know, I have a red t-shirt bordering on pink. You've yeah. got a white t-shirt on. All of this is for sale. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. if you happen to be looking at that, we got, I got a ball cap on your yeah. forehead is available for sale. I'm sure. Yeah, I'll it's, do it's it. It's all for sale. It's all up for grabs. Maybe. All right, let's take a time out. And speaking of advertising, we want to thank the good folks at Jim K Ford and All Insurance Ontario and Glen Walton Real Estate. But let me first tell you about the good folks at Jim K Ford. Reignite your love for driving with a new Ford from Jim K Ford. Hit the road in a new 2021 model with your choice of all the latest innovations available for new Ford vehicles. These are unconventional times right now, but for your comfort, if you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Jim K Ford will be happy to bring a vehicle to your home or place of work for a demonstration and test drive. Jim K. Ford in Orleans or JimKFord.com. Are you looking for a better value on your insurance dollar? If all the companies are charging close to the same price, who would you pick? What if I threw in an expert on your side for the same price? Call or text me today. I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario, 613-801-2659. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. And compared to this time last year, the price of a single family home here in Ottawa has skyrocketed. And if you'd like to know what your home is worth, 
in a hot market like this, you should call the Glen Walton real estate team today for a free, no obligation estimate. You'll be surprised to learn what you could get for your home and what similar homes are going for in your neighborhood. Call the Glen Walton real estate team today at glenwalton.com. Let us wrap this thing up. James, any final thoughts today on this? Absolutely, Stevie. Your snack tip for the day, Steve. Oh, I love snacks. Because you are the you are the biggest snack guy I know. You're the biggest snack guy I know. You're all I gotta be in the discussion for sure. Yes, you're about the wings and the nacho chips and uh, I don't know, the cheesies and Oh, can I give you my latest? Give bits of bites. Go ahead. Okay. The double crunch ruffles. So jalapeno cheddar is my... Ruffles aren't crunchy enough already? Ruffles are dead to me, Jimmy. Ruffles are dead to me. Double crunch, though. Jalapeno cheddar is my number one, but I had some hot wings. Hot wings double crunch ruffles the other night. They were pretty solid, too. Sliding it at number two. Hot wings double crunch. What, is that a flavor or is that an actual chip? Both. Okay. So Um, it's the flavor of the chip. Here's the new deal, Stevie, that I did late last night. You know, couldn't fall asleep. So got to get up and have a snack, Stevie. Uh, you get the pint of ice cream, Stevie, as my mother used to call it. I don't know. A pint. You remember when your parents called to get a pint of ice cream? Yeah. Uh, whatever that is. You know, a, a, a... The small one. A brick. No, no, not a small one. The family. A brick of ice cream. Oh, okay, the, not the, the big... The rect- the, the box. The, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. And uh, um, so what I did, Stevie, was... I got up and there was, I couldn't, I didn't want to make anything to eat. So I took the ice cream. It's about half, half full, Stevie. Okay. A little less only. Uh, let it sit on the counter for a bit, Steve. Okay? Mm-hmm. So it kind of loosens up a bit. And then I, and then I, I got in there with a spoon and I chopped it all off the sides. You know how it sticks, Stevie. And, and so I made it, I broke it all, broke it all up. Mm-hmm. All right. Then Stevie took the chocolate sauce. Okay. Squeezed it all over the ice cream and then put the lid back on Stevie and shake it all up, Stevie. Like that. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. And then you end up with beautifully covered pieces of vanilla ice cream, Stevie. Oh, I love it. Even now, Stevie, throw some peanuts in there. Okay. I'm not, you know, it's a it's a chocolate sundae with peanuts on it, but I'm just telling you about the process to make it. Bob, I love that. Best. I love that. Three nights ago, I got up inexplicably one in the morning and I went snack hard. I went like elk crossing ice cream, three butter tarts with pecans, by the way. Butter tarts with pecans, as with the regular ruffles, they're dead to me too. But I got to I got to thinking to myself. Pecan. Pecan, not pecans. Pecan. Pecan. Pecan pie, not pecan pie. Pecan. I used to say pecan, and everybody corrected me on pecan. Yeah. Or, or Stevie, the girl who corrected, I, I was writing some letters, okay? I'm writing some letters, and I wrote this letter to the, uh, to the Euler Foundation appealing for funds, you know, the charitable foundation appealing for funds for this organization I'm involved in. And I worked on it, Stevie. You know, even Kevin, I sent it to Kevin. He said, sent it back to me. He said, do this, do that, do that. This is how you should do it, because he's on the foundation. Without, without nepotism here, right? They, it's... And so I wrote out this letter. I said, that's great. And I was showing the organization the letter I wrote, Steve. Mm-hmm. And then the girl, I was, I was kind of half reading it, and the girl said, maybe you want to, gave it this one, Steve, okay? Maybe you want to throw that by me, you know, because I'm a copy editor or something like that. I do this for a living. She goes, I'm like, well, no, I thought the letter was okay, you know? Yeah, but best, Stevie, best you let me have a look at it. Oh, man. Okay? 
No problem. Steve, okay. I don't. Okay, I don't. I send the letter, okay? And then she's typing out an email the other day, Steve, on a discussion that we need to have with our group. She's the this editor, Steve, saying this this deal about whether we put a sign up for vaccinations. You know, it's my re- it's my opinion, but irregardless of my oh, opinion. Oh no. Steve and an editor, and you better run that by me. Oh, Stevie, man. you would have said, you. I, I was taking some steps forward. You would have said, Jimmy, no, no, Jimmy, just, you would have said, just let it go, Jimmy, let it go. No, not so much, Stevie. <laughs> oh, I love comeuppance. I love tales just, of comeuppance. Just circled the word Stevie and sent it back to her. Sent it, it back to her and go, a typo here, I'm sure, only. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Or you could do better. That would have been good. Yeah. Yeah, you can do, you can do, you can do. Oh, there's a million little words like that that just drive you bananas, isn't there? A buddy of mine tells a story of the same kind of comeuppance tale. Guy's chairing a meeting and blah, 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 blah. Loves to hear the sound of his own voice. And he's tuning people up here and tuning up people there. And then finishes up by saying, okay, are we in agreeance? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Agreeance. yeah, agreeance. Yeah, fine tooth and comb was one of my all-time oh, favorites. Yeah. That's a beauty. Better go over this with a fine tooth and a comb. Right. Yeah. I think oh, that man. I also think that fifty percent of Canadians think that it's old timers' disease, and not Alzheimer's. Oh no. Oh yes. Not for real. A hundred percent. I mean, fifty percent. I'm a hundred percent that it's fifty percent. <laughs> I was sixty-five percent of the time. It works every time. I, it wasn't long ago, Stevie, because I, I remember saying it as a kid until I learned the actual word that I used to say, volleyball. Really? Oh, yeah. When oh, I was yeah. in elementary school. Yeah. I'm getting, let's, I guess, what's in gym class today? Yeah. Volleyball. We're right. taking volleyball. My forehead I, was my forkhead. Yeah. And then, I, and then I realized, okay, volley, and there's a ball. It's probably not volleyball. It's probably volleyball. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I made that. I made that. But, but some people, yeah, irregardless. And, Oh, there's many I could think of. The comeuppance, Stevie, is, uh, that's a great topic one day. Yeah. Well, yeah, share, share yours, good listener. Good listener, if you have any ideas uh, or ones that bug you, uh, feel free to send them along. Our email address is stevewproject at outlook.com. Our website is stevewproject.com, and we shall take our leave, unless you have anything further. No. Are we in agreement? You're one of the great guys, Steve. Y-O-U-R. You're one of the, oh. my great friends. You yeah. know what I'm saying there, Steve? Contractions lost on yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, you're. Could, could, could of. Two separate words? Not, not, no such thing. Yeah. C-O-U. Okay, could, the word could. And then the next word you're writing, of. No, no. Could oh, of. Yeah. No, 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 no. Or old no. guys that are like saying younger things like, peace out, everybody. We'll talk yeah, to you in yeah. our next episode. Word. I like it. Okay, that, that, you know, you know how I say K? Oh, that's to the you, worst. right? You get, you go. Can you give me a little something? Can you go, even an okay or K? That's fine, something like that. I'm getting it from my daughter all the time. And te- we text a lot, you know, like you do with your kids. And uh, you know, dinner, t- dinner Tuesday. You guys, are you available? Word, word. Yeah, yeah. I may have. No, to, you're texting etiquette's the worst in the world. Like, by the way, and I got to, I got to bring that. Getting rid of her as a child, by the way. Okay, she's some. <laughs> Oh, you're right to do it. You're right to do it, for sure. Yeah, got to get rid of her. So I I text you, what was yesterday or the day before, and it's about, I don't know, it's about 12.50. And I said, are you good to go at 1.30? 
and then nothing, nothing, nothing. One thirty comes, and yeah. then nothing, nothing, and then at one forty-five you say, "Okay, sure." <laughs> what? You're already fifteen minutes late for the thing, and now you're just saying, "Okay, you're gonna be." Are you gonna time? You got a, some sort of time travel going on that you're gonna pull that that K off? I get anyway, it. Anyway, let's get out of here. Enjoy let's your day. We'll people, talk to you next time. People aren't listening anymore, Steve. They just stopped listening. They just stopped listening. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Good night, everybody. We'll see you. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today and share the show with your friends and followers. We're at stevewproject.com.